I'm your host, Jay Wall, and this is another weekly podcast of Deeper Dive, brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. This is season four, episode 27. And once again, our wonderful co-host out west is not with us. She is still doing a clinical, so continue to pray for her as she uh, will appear when she can and keep her family in prayer as well. And today, guess what? Second time, but I believe it's our third um, since we've had this young brother. Uh, I like to call him the, the young evangelist, the voice in the wilderness. I like to call him. <laughs> by the way, nice suit, by the way. Nice oh, suit. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, nice suit. It fit, fits pretty well on you. Um, <laughs> I like to uh, also call him the end time evangelist, like I call my wife. So mm-hmm. welcome back, uh, brother. Thank you. Pastor Joshua Callward. Welcome, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's great to be back. <laughs> yes. It was just only what? Oh, two, three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Though. Good to have you on, man. We always appreciate you having on here. I also want to thank our podcast listeners for taking the time out, as always. We appreciate whoever you are to take the time out to listen to us, Lord. Hope that you get the word um, for what we have from our recent speakers. Any questions, comments, or concerns, please contact us at 954-388-8780. That's via WhatsApp. And we also ask you to subscribe at our channel, deeperdive.plantationsda.tv. And as always, before we start off, let's get a word of prayer. Father God, thank you once again for this wonderful day you've given us, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the recent message, Lord, about fear. Uh, Fear comes from the evil one, not from you. So, Lord, continue to bless us, Lord, as you have always, Lord. Let this word go forth to whoever it may go to. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. All right, my brother. Boy, I tell you, you are such a passionate preacher. I love it, man. I mean, you, 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 you just... You just sum up and one, and God is blessing you from head to toe, and everybody around you is being blessed. So I thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for that. Um, okay, let's go with the title. Fear is not of the devil, not of God. Second Timothy 1 through 7. What made you uh, come up with that? Uh, honestly, it's just, when I think of fear, it's just, uh, I just think of a characteristic of Satan. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone who knows that their future isn't looking too bright, and so they're afraid of it, and they just do anything that they can uh, possible uh, that's just not of God. Yeah. So when I think of fear, it's just like it just, and and even feeling it, it just doesn't feel like a, a righteous characteristic. It doesn't feel something that's holy and any sort of way and so that's kind of how i just came up with the because a lot i feel like when looking at other type uh other titles of sermons that resolve around this text mm-hmm. like oh trust in god and da, 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 and they're just kind of like cliche a little bit and so <laughs> yeah i'm not really big on the whole cliche thing and so <laughs> i like bullets that stick uh, i got you brother hey, i got you brother. That's, that's, te- that's like that teflon sermon yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that. I just it just gets to you, man. I like that. Um, yeah. You know what? That's a correction. Not Teflon, Velcro. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah, Teflon. Yeah. Teflon stuff don't stick. You know. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I heard Velcro. <laughs> but um, question. So here we go. Let's, let's, let's back it up. You is 2020. Um, you're transferring from Southern. Um, getting yourself ready. Uh, it's your winter, winter semester. Yeah. And you ready to go. And then what happens? COVID. <laughs> back up for spring break and I'm excited. It's so many things. There's so many things that I got to experience while being away. And, and Tennessee is just such a different state. And mm-hmm. and everybody there is just it's so like it's just totally different from Florida. Yeah. Whole 180. And so just was just getting ready to just come back and just tell everybody about my experience. And next thing you know, it's just quarantine. So, <laughs> yeah. Game changer. Game changer. Game changer. Yeah, without a doubt, man. You're talking about gripping what two, two and a half years, and I just, I, I don't know. It was, it was something for me. I mean, I, I thank God that um, I had a wonderful wife that took care of me when I had COVID and yeah. pneumonia at the same time. Yeah. So you know, and uh, a lot of folks didn't, did not make it that had those symptoms. So I thank God for that. Um, so. Give me the correlations of your fears and Timothy. And so, so that's, yeah, that's awesome. Like, I remember when sitting home and what I used to do, I was like watching a whole bunch of sermons during quarantine. Mm -hmm. And, um, And I was watching a whole bunch of podcasts. And I guess for me, during that time when seeing like how courageous a lot of these speakers were and yeah. a lot of these ministers were uh for me it was just kind of difficult for me to wrap my mind around how you can be so complacent during a time like this how can you be so calm and 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 be able to be so like willing to spread the gospel during a time like this um mm-hmm. and uh, and so I, I felt like I just kind of related with Timothy in that sense where it was just like, obviously it's kind of different in the sense because his brothers and, and his, and the people that he looked up to were, were being, um, were being thrown in jail. They were being persecuted. Yeah. Um, but just that, that was the perfect moment for him to proclaim the word. For yes. Him yes. To, go out there and to and share in suffering and to, you know, let people know more than ever that like, this is the time to get right with Christ and, and to accept his love and, you know, and for him to be, to have more of a, a, a Jesus like character in that time, that was the perfect time for him, you know, and I could, I could understand what he was going through because like, I guess for me, and I can speak for a lot of other people too, it was just, it was just like, what's next? What's yeah. what what's like what's up for me like I like this is the craziest thing ever you know and so but when looking at when looking at that, that moment it was just about right what about right now like what about right now in this moment the fear mm-hmm. just it just doesn't matter right now and so and so yeah that's how that's how I felt like I could relate with Timothy that's how I felt like I could relate with Timothy in that moment because it's just that uncertainty of what's gonna happen next or what's gonna happen to me and. Um, and just getting so caught up with my own knowledge and not, and just kind of forgetting that, you know, God's always in control. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I mean, you know, you have the COVID facing you right, you know, right in front of your face. And you're like, man, you know, it is uncertainty. But I like what your father said. Your father said, this is the time to shine. This is the time to show a wonderful hope. By the way, when you see him again, tell him, Brother Joe said, what's up? Yes, of course. Yeah, we we'll see him again, man. Yeah. All right. But I mean, let me ask you something. Did you notice how things were when you watched those sermons? How it just looked unusual? You know? <laughs> yeah. No, most definitely. Yeah, I, I most definitely noticed that. Yeah, when I watched Yeah, that was unusual. So, like I said, now, you were talking about the three parts of really just, I like how you expounded on it. When you talked about power, mm-hmm. and you talk about love. And of course, the one I really love is sound mind. Speak about that a little bit, brother. Yeah. So um, when kind of like breaking those uh, those three characteristics that I, I like to call them the characteristics of like the Holy Spirit, which is given to us, which is a, a gift to us. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just so much more to it. And I, I feel like we just kind of like brush past it a lot, especially when we come to this text, just like how we uh brush past like oh i could do all things through christ who strengthens me or you know a lot of these other texts you know there's just so much more meaning into it and so when studying power love and sound and a sound mind i just got a whole different feel i got to look at god in a whole different light you know mm-hmm. i got to got a, i got a whole different perspective of god because that power it wasn't just for being courageous that like it, it's it's not just for being courageous and being able to stand against a whole a, a, a lot of things that satan may throw out our way but like this is the this is a power that we see throughout all of the bible mm-hmm. you know um just god seeing god's power it's in us through the holy spirit you know this is the mm-hmm. same power that God was able to use for when it came to uh, being able to use a whale to swallow up Jonah to save his life, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and things like that, the same power that allowed Moses to split the, the sea, you know, and yeah. it's so it's just, it's just a whole, it's, it's deeper than when we think like, oh, like the power to withstand, you know, you don't understand, like, like this power is, is deep. Like this, yeah. this is Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And then love, like if I don't have love, then I gain nothing. Yes, of course. It, it, you know, and so and that I and then those two those two concepts, there is a lot easier to like kind of get a grasp of when you look at it in, in that perspective, when you look at them in that perspective and mm-hmm. when you understand them. But then the sound mind, I always loved how sound mind like when studying what a sound mind meant or like self-control and, and discipline, I always loved how seeing it in its original language, how it really like showed what it truly means. And mm-hmm. so, and then kind of just breaking it down, like how I did in the sermon with Sophroneo and just kind of seeing how like it's being saved and then also being able to keep account of all my actions Mm-hmm. And, and have and putting those together means I have a sound mind. Means I can have self control and self discipline, which is so powerful to me. And so, and then seeing how that was portrayed throughout the Bible, and you know, like I just finding myself, I I felt like looking at my experiences in in my life, 
I, I realized how in certain moments when I relied on God and I accepted his accepted his forgiveness and his mercy and his love towards me and mm-hmm. it it pushed me to want to be better. I kind of found myself relating to like Joseph and how his brothers betrayed him, but yet he yeah. was he was still faithful to God and and look where it ended up for him because he was he was having self-control, you know? Yes. And and seeing like uh, even like when having Job moments in my life, I can never imagine myself going through anything like Job, but just those little glimpses of just feeling like you're losing everything and mm-hmm. you're just lost and what's going on. But Job still, because he's faithful and because he, he does what God expects of him to do. And that's still uh, an example of him having a sound mind. Yes. And, and so there is God blessing him. God had to remind him, though, you know, don't forget who I am, but mm-hmm. still was able to bless him because at the end of the day, no matter what Satan was to throw at him and no matter what, like his because of him having a sound mind and having that self-discipline, that self-control, you know, like God was able to bless him, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's a lot deeper. It's a lot deeper than just being able to, like, turn away and to resist Satan. It's just the fact that just having that mindset of I want to make you happy. And yeah. I want to make you proud. And so I'm going to resist Satan. It's not because I'm scared of destruction and or I'm a miss out on heaven. No, I, I, I want to be with you and you alone. And I want to make you happy. And because it's I'm not doing this to be saved. It's because I'm already saved. You know, yes, yes. So it becomes easier to resist some t- temptation. It becomes easier to be able to tell Satan no, because because that's that's because of the fact of what God did for me. And so having a sound mind, it's so much deeper. Like, and so, yeah, that, that's awesome, brother. I, I want to ask you a question. Um, how do you have a sound mind when, you know, in this day and time, fear is a major motivator? Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, it's, I mean, it happened in the Bible with the characters. It's happening to us today. Yeah. Much more. How, how do you? How do you obtain that? Well, me personally, like I, I know for me, I have to stay, I have to stay grounded in the word. Mm. I have to stay grounded in the word. And I at least, I at least fast twice a month. Amen. Beginning of the month and the end of the month. I fast mm. twice a month. And so, and I believe that having that routine for me has helped me, helped me a lot. But one of the biggest things that I learned though, one of the biggest things that I learned, though, when it came to um, having a sound mind is that you constantly have to be on your knees. You have to pray. And people oh, come. That's what I doubt, brother. What? Like, man, I, I, it wasn't until like recently, like this past year or like this past school year that like, like prayer became such a like a real, it was always serious for me, but it just became a lot deeper for me. And when it came to peace and when it became, when it came to like, just not having like anxiety towards certain things or yeah, yeah. like, and like, there's a book, there's a book by Ian Bounds. I think it's called okay. the power of prayer. Uh, yes. I, man, oh, that book changed my whole perspective on prayer, you know? And uh, I feel, I believe during this time, people need to spend more during the times that we live in, people need to spend more time on their knees and, and praying and talking to God. 
and less time on social media and less time on their phones and whatnot. And, and I, I know personally, that's what's helped me a lot. That's mm -hmm. and it's been helping me a lot during these times. It's just been on my knees like never before and just being grounded in, 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 in uh, grounded in the word, but also, but also taking the time off social media, mm -hmm. going on social media fast and just staying off the internet. That yeah, also yeah. helps so much because constantly just consuming a lot of this content is just not helping. And it becomes a lot easier. It's it becomes a lot easier to be distracted yeah. from what it is that we have to do, especially young adults, from what we need to do when it comes to our relationship with Christ when we're constantly stuck on our phones. And so it's 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 so much easier for it's and even and then and then also cutting off certain music. This is really oh, no, tell me about it. Man, this is really to to like young adults out there and, and the youth out there. Like I'm even gonna clip this. I'm gonna clip this from the podcast. Like this, like I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna like screen record this from the podcast. Okay. Music, um, um the music that we listen to, oh man, it plays such a big role when it comes to our emotions and the way we feel, the way we think, it yes. plays so spiritual. It's so spiritual. And so just having a cleanse from a lot of these things that we look at and we consume, it it helps a whole bunch. And when it when it comes to when it comes to the times that we're living in and, and like you said, fear being such a motivator. Like we there's so many things that needs to that just need to be X'd out. And yeah. it I know what you're saying. Yeah. It won't ever be X'd out and it won't ever, it won't ever like, like you won't ever have a chance of growing and being able to become a better version of yourself if you don't even try to take uh, things. Yeah. Out. So, yeah. You know what? Actually, I've learned from um, Sound Mind, as you talked about, it helped me to produce better fruits of the spirit. Yes. Yes. It's done that for me. Mm hmm it done that for me because I mean, I, you know, I'm like, you know, they say we know each other by our fruits. Yeah. And my wife would be the one to tell you these things that, you know, she, just seeing the change in your mate and then seeing the change in the people that you're with and seeing that it just brings joy to your heart exactly. because you know, now you are taking that personal time for Jesus. Exactly. That's what he wants. That's all he wants exactly. is the time with him. Cause it's all relative. It's yep. all relational. And I said to myself, you know, Wow, this is powerful because our battles are on our knees. It's yeah. about the mind. And when yeah. you said a sound mind, that means a mind that's just that's not distracted. A mind that is focused. Focused. A mind that's open. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just wonderful. Like I said, but you have to receive that through the inner Holy Spirit. So I, I thank you for talking about the sound mind bit because that's what we need to get. Exactly. I mean, that's what, isn't that, isn't that a part of worship? One yeah. in to the other. Either you worship one end or you worship the other. The other, exactly. Is this one of the two? You know, exactly. so I thank you for that. Um, talk to you about restoration. What has restoration done for you? Man, restoration has changed my life. Mm. Restoration has changed my life. And without it, um, I, I, I believe that of course, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to uh, uh, 
think the way that I think and uh, just have like this drive, have like this drive uh, for making Jesus famous Mm -hmm. without having restoration. And, you know, and so, you know, just being able to just make that 180, just being able to come to that moment to make that 180 and to turn back to God. And it's, it's definitely not easy. I, Ellen, Ellen GY even says, she says that it's a lot easier to, I'm just, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but in the desire of ages, in the desire of ages, she says how it's a lot easier to lose track of Jesus than when trying to get back Mm -hmm. with, with him. And so, you know, it is, so it's not a pro it's not an easy, it's not an easy process, but man, that, that restoration process is, is, is done a lot for me. And it's also, it's also, I've also been able to um, have a lot more confidence and in the word I've been, I've seen, able, it. I've seen it. Yeah. Like I've been a lot more courageous when it comes to the gospel and you shouldn't uh, be that's right you shouldn't be exactly exactly not 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 one and so and i think it's too like i remember i remember like when it came to posting certain content on on especially on instagram um there are certain times where i'll just like man like it's just a little too much or you know uh christian content it's yes, yes. Much or, but now it's just like I don't, I don't care. Like, like people need to know Jesus. And Without so, a doubt, yeah. You know, um, they need, they need to see you coming from afar. Yeah, exactly. And so people, and I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely not afraid of showing people what my journey back to God looked like. Mm. And so, and I, and it's helped so, it's helped so many of my, it's helped so many of my friends and those, and those that are still like truly seeking for the truth. And those that are truly like trying to like come to that place of like understanding and whatnot, it's, it's helping a whole bunch of them. And it's helped many of them who are true firm believers of Jesus Christ. When I get to get to show them what my journey looked like returning back to God and just that journey of that restoration and what it looked like. It's, it's, um, it's helped so many people around me. And so, yeah. Amen. But that's a testimony within itself. Um, the, the, when you're talking the Greek term agape love, that's kind of hard to do. I'm just saying Christ did it. He fulfilled it. Yeah. But agape love, brother, sacrificial love, that's hard to do. It's hard. That's hard to do. And you were talking about that, but that only comes with the spirit of God. Yeah. Having that. Um, you had to talk about your framework. What was it? I think it's so-so. You were talking about uh, uh, I was thinking, you saved and you delivered. Uh, we'll go on with that. With that. Oh, wait, say, say that one more time. Uncle was Joe it Mark. so-so? Was it you're talking about the term you were using? The Greek oh, term? Oh, well, that was with, um, that was with a sound mind. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. So so-so is like to be salvaged, to be saved. Um, mm-hmm. there's another one you use, I think, with the F. And then there word, is Fernail. Yeah, Fernail. Thank you, Fernail. I was using that's a, the frame of thinking. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Fernail, um, it's like, uh, it's like it carries like the idea of like a person's intelligence, mm-hmm. like their or like their. It's like their total. It's like their total frame of thinking. 
and uh, it's like it includes their rationale includes mm-hmm. their logic and their right. and also their emotions mm-hmm. so it, it it refers to it refers to like every part of the human mind and yeah. um, and the processes that makes that makes like that makes the mind function mm-hmm. and come to conclusions and so that's mm-hmm. what Froneo means okay thank you my brother last thing um you talked about when you were going to public school i think when you were in uh gma the sophomore year yeah and you talked about fitting in how was that um fitting in it was it was i i never had trouble fitting in honestly like i had no trouble making friends i was always a friendly dude and Mm -hmm. people always um people always uh gravitated towards me i always had Mm -hmm. a likable character but when it came to certain things when it came to like friends inviting me to hang out Friday nights or whatnot, or, you know, to go do stuff on Saturdays and stuff. Like, um, I would always tell them that I can't, let me not say always, uh, for a good amount of time, I always told them that I couldn't, right. and, but eventually, you know, I just, they would always ask me why, why and stuff like that. I was like, I just, I'm just busy. I just, I got stuff that I got to do family things and whatnot. But eventually, um, I just, I was just feeling guilty. I was feeling guilty of doing that and not being upfront about my about my beliefs and and why, 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 why do you why do you feel like that? Why, why, why do you feel like that? Popularity was going, or I mean, you know, you're not you're a very popular guy. I can see that already. <laughs> you're Mr. Personality, come on now. You're looking I, at I guess I was more afraid of them asking me what is Adventism. Uh huh. Or, and what does that look like? Why go to church on Saturdays? And me not having the answers for that. Gotcha. That was what I was afraid about. I wasn't really afraid about um, like, oh, you oh you go to church or you're Christian, da, 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 da. I was not really mm-hmm. afraid about, about that. I was just so, I was more scared of being showered with questions that I wouldn't be able to answer. I gotcha. And, and so I made sure that I understood like, when I got to the point, because we all have that point where we just want to, like, we have to experience Jesus for ourselves. And of so course. that's what happened. I experienced Jesus for myself. I got into, I got to understand Adventism more and got to learn way more about it. And so, and I knew exactly what I thought was going to happen before. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. They started asking mm-hmm. me questions and stuff. And I was able to answer them. And I was Amen. able to, yeah. And so Amen. it was cool. So, yeah. Well, that's good, but I'm glad now it's just it, it's going to be just like a movie. You just play it, and it's going to it's just going to come out. You're going to see because you're living and walking and breathing the gospel, and that's a wonderful thing. I was talking to James briefly this past Sabbath about you. I said it's a wonderful thing how what you turned out to be through uh, the upbringing at uh, and plantation, the families that helped you grow, the people that have been around you, and look what you turned out to be. You're shining simple for Christ. And the thing about it is, you're going to bring many to Christ. So continue, brother. Stay close to the word. You know we're here for you. We're yes, here for sir. you. Our plantations will always be your home. And we love you. Yes, sir. We love, love you, man. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, my brother. As always, you know, just lead us out in the word of prayer. We thank you so much. Yes, sir. Got you. Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for this moment, you know, just to be able to break down the, the powerful message that you had a little more. Uh, and so we're just grateful, Father. We're grateful. We're honored to be in your presence always, Father. And thank you for constantly giving us reasons to 
not fear, you know, with all the things that are going on in our lives and what's happening in the world and things are just getting crazier and crazier and people are just kind of finding themselves a little more confused or I'm just scared, Father. You are constantly giving us reasons not to fear and you are always letting us know that you're with us every single step of the way. You know, Jesus told us that there will be tribulations that we have to face on this earth, but he promised us that he had he overcame the world. And so we're hanging on to that promise and yes, yes. for the peace that you give us. And thank you for winning it all. Thank you for the victory. And we can't wait to be face to face with you when you come back and you're beautiful. And we all say amen. Amen, my brother. Thank you. All the best to your sister. All the best to your mother yes. and, and, your, and your father. And I will be in contact. So good to see you soon, brother. Yes. Have a blessed week. You too, Uncle Joe. Thank you. All right. Take care.